Hi, I'm Jim Antonopoulos. Hi, I'm Damien Carolla. This is Fearless Conversations. Just lots of calls, which are good. It's just, um, you know, the only thing that, that I've had to adjust with this week is, well, there's two things, which is um, for some reason the monotony got to me on Monday and then uh, I think the pending mask was part of that adjustment, wasn't it? It's just kind of, you know, there's a few things that you're just having to adapt to again. I think that was probably the, the, the tiredness of it all just sort of made me feel a little bit tired. What, what yeah. about you? Is that you out over-zoomed or...? Over teamed, and then the, the the monotony of repetitive oh, office yeah. calls. You know, the, the the normally you'll get in a car, see a client, go for a run, go for a walk, and and um, yeah. yeah, you kind of you now we're sort of having those restrictions imposed. Yeah. So I think it's the adaptation, isn't it? Yeah, it is. And did you go out for? Um, do, how have you handled the mask situation? Oh, mate, I, I, I've sort of slowly been adapting to it, probably like a lot of people before the um, the deadline, just giving yourself some conditioning around what that feels like. Um, yeah. The biggest challenge was uh, the foggy glasses. Yeah. Uh, walking down the street, not running into a, a, a telephone pole because you can't see. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and, and the restrictive breathing. But what about you? How, how have you yeah, been? Yeah, the... Uh... Yeah, it's been real, um, really interesting. I mean, you know, there's bigger things to complain about. Let's get that straight. <laughs> oh, totally um, within context, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. but um, yeah, it is. It is. A, it takes a little bit of getting used to. Um, yeah, it takes a little bit of getting used to. I think. Yeah, yeah. Especially on a long, you know, six k plus walk. You know, that's gonna. It starts getting a little bit sweaty and yeah, a little bit hard to breathe and you know all of that. Yeah, I think so. I've been chatting to a few mates that are in the building game and because they're in strenuous work, I, I kind of really feel for them too because they're sweating, they're struggling to sort of get their breath back after doing a lot of strenuous building work. So I, I can't imagine what it's like to, to be doing some of that yeah. type of activity with a with a, a, a restricted sort of breathing um, apparatus. Yeah, that's right. That's right. It's um, yeah, it's quite full on, isn't it? It's pretty intense. Um, you know, we're not... We're, I think you and I have been good at not trying to judge or label this stuff, but you've kind of got to be a little bit real about what these emotional states that we go through. It's, yeah. you know, we're, not, we're not robots where we just, okay, let's just, I mean, we do get on with it, but at, but at some level there is a little bit of humanity to how we experience these things. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Um, yeah, that's absolutely right. Uh, yeah. What's next week look like? Uh, next week's a, a pretty full week of coaching around, uh, you know, topics that we often discuss around yeah. adaptation, resilience, um, and just our ability to, to use these moments as opportunities to, you know, just to sort stuff out and, and to, to tweak things. Yeah, amazing. Um, how, many, yeah, what, what, how many sessions have you got next week? Uh, we're probably averaging about a, a 12 a week. Wow. So, um, okay. Between, um, yeah, activities. So some really cool cool initiatives that, that um, I'm a part of at the moment and a lot of them are primarily developmental types of topics, yeah. uh, things that you and I often discuss for entrepreneurs and leaders around the, the journey of adaptation, uh, the journey of storytelling, the journey of um, you know, resilience, agility, and, and really a lot of these um, entrepreneur slash CEO slash founder journeys that we often embark on. Yeah, well, t- shall we talk about adaptation today? Mate, you mentioned it the other day. I, yeah. I think it's just it's it's <laughs> we're, we're we're forcing we're being forced into a masterclass, whether we like it or not. Yeah, tell me yeah. what what is adaptation? What is it? 
it's really a process by which we develop our own strategies to go through that, you know, that personal transformation journey. Yeah. You know, so adaptation is can mean a lot of things for a lot of different people, but ultimately, Jim, I think it comes back to what are my tools and what are the things that I do that resonate for me that are going to help me along in a journey? And no two people are going through the same journey. And I don't think it's a cookie cutter approach. Yeah. You know, you've you've often spoken about these cool things you do around drawing as your meditation lens. You've spoken, yeah. You're great on running. You're great at, at CrossFit and uh, all of these types of tools at one level kind of teach you how to get ready for these transformative experiences so we've all got different toolkits yeah and i think it's more about how do we how do we tweak and build and find what works for us yeah it's not you can't you know what works for me doesn't work for everyone so i'm i'm I'm, I'm hopefully trying to be a bit more mindful not to preach things that don't fit everyone so it's really about are we open to that journey and be what are the things that we want to test and experiment around with that are going to help us along that which is currently a forced transformative journey. It's actually a forced journey. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay. Yeah. That, yeah. yeah does, that, does that make sense? So, yeah, I, I think, yeah, adaptation seems to be being flexible and acclimatizing and uh, adapting, obviously, over the long term. And to do that, you need, as I understand it, you need small incremental changes or small incremental impacts every single day. Yeah, it's a, it's a really wise way to, to approach this topic, that incremental adjustment uh, on a consistent basis is the opposite of those pseudo New Year's Eve resolution sort of declarations. So I need to change this. And, and that's why people bounce because they're setting themselves up for failure. Whereas what you and I often talk about is what are those incremental things and rituals that we're going to build that are going to support us along on a transformative experience. And now we're in a forced transformative journey. So this is a really unique, I think it's a, a I hate to say it, it's a really unique opportunity for us. And, and I'm, not, I'm not saying with that, with any level of, of um, or lack of compassion, but this, the reality is we're being forced to transform. So mate, we may as well, we may as well build some tools. Yeah. Yeah. I, I hear you. And it is that you've, um, yeah, the first to call out. There's a lot of people out there who are just sort of rah rah rahing around um, this situation and really forcing everyone to think about opportunities, which is, I think, a little bit hard, especially when you know so many people are out of work and uh, some people's businesses are doing it really tough, and a lot of people are being stood down. And um, yeah, you, it's easy to be insensitive. It is, and. Um and one, one thing I wanted to call out, Jim, and, you know, um, one philosophy that we've often shared is if we're going to do this stuff, we're going to be really real about it and not yeah. the pseudo. There's a lot of pseudo crap on the uh, the internet at the moment, like the pseudo aspiration, the pseudo purpose, and the pseudo climbing. And you know what, you know what we mean by that? It's kind of like yeah. you've got to get here or you've got to get there or or you've got to, you know, you've got to be aspirational or purposeful. Yeah. And it's like, dude, I... I've got to put food on my table, so don't talk to me about that. Like, yeah. Talk to me. Talk to me in a language um, that understands where I am, and that's that. That's the way we. That's the best way we can adapt. Talk to me at a level and an experience which is pertinent to me right now. Mm. Mm. You know, don't don't try and don't try and lift me to a place where, but I can't even. I can't even get through the week, and now you're talking to me about all these other things. Like just. You know, deal with me at a level and, and connect with me uh, at a level where I'm at. Yeah, 
Yeah. How do you do that? I mean, how do you connect with someone um, at, you know, at, you're talking about current state, you know, some, I yeah. imagine there's, there's someone there who's just been stood down. They've been working in an organization yeah. for a long time. It's, I imagine that's hard to do to connect with people at that level and really help them lean into that. Like how would one do that? You can only do that when you can connect into the same experience yourself. And it may not be the redundancy or the retreat, but you can connect into that emotional disturbance that you've had in your world, mm. uh, in, in other events, the loss of loved ones, a significant life turmoil. And when you can tap into your own experience, your own turmoil, mm. uh, your own angst, that it, it, it opens up a doorway for us to connect into others. And mm. so... This is what we need. This is what you and I and each of us need more than ever than now because we're so disconnected outside the way we connect to each other, uh, you know, uh, within our four walls is to find that compassion within ourselves for the same suffering that we've gone through. And that opens us up to that humanity that we find with others. So it's no more pseudo-science or pseudo-psych or pseudo-purpose. It's a real raw feeling of, geez, you've lost your job, that must feel terrible. Yeah. Like I, I can't imagine what you're going through. Uh, you know, um, talk to me about that. Yeah. See, we're, we're meeting people where they are. We're not trying to, oh, you lost your job. Listen, you're just going to get on with it. Yeah. Yeah, good one. Good one, mate. You know, oh, you lost your job. You listen, just roll with the punches. <laughs> you know, it's a really, it's, we're, we're not indulging people. We're not crying, woe is me, but we're meeting we're meeting them where they are. And the only way that we can do that is, is for us to connect with the same experience within ourselves. may not necessarily be a lost job, but the connecting to that raw emotion that we're feeling at the moment. Yeah, here, here, control the controllables and, and lean into the uh, current state and the emotion that we're feeling like here. Yeah. yeah, and open up to it, Jim. I mean, how do you how have you done that in the past? Like, what's what's been some of your? I know you. I know you. You're you're an, you're an avid reader, and you really do embrace some of these principles. Mm. Yeah. Oh, look. I yeah, I do read quite a bit. Um, you know, probably not so much as I'd like of recent times. But um, how do I do it? Oh, geez. Um, oh, look. I I find I find it really healthy to connect to your to my my story to connect for me personally, to really reflect back on my own story and my own self to understand where I'm at at the moment, to understand what I need, what I fear. Yeah. I find it really healthy to just connect back and, and sometimes find myself in my own head too much, but I find that a way that way. I think you mentioned uh, being compassionate with ourselves. That's a way where I can learn to be compassionate with myself, like to just truly understand right. where I'm at. And by listening to my story, like kind of understanding where I was uh, and where I've been and where I've, um, how far I've come or how, if I'm going backwards, etc. just really leaning towards in towards that and just listening to that story. I find that a really healthy process to then be able to do the same thing with others and whether that be a client, whether that be someone we're coaching or whether that be someone, um, you know, a friend. Yeah. You're going to, I can apply that across the board. I think I'm right. Right. It. I think I'm really good at it, but that's kind of how I say it. I just try and connect back to my personal story. Yeah. What about yourself? Is there so uh, well, I, I think there's something of resonance within what you said because 
you know, the story within you of, of trials and hardships is also the story of, of, of everyone and, and you're connecting into that at a, at a deeper level so then you can feel what others are feeling. Yeah. And, uh, and, and we've often, you and I have discussed previously, that's not, that's not indulgence. That's just connection. Indulgence is when we're, we're, um, we're playing the victim, but connection is when we're just feeling it about giving ourselves permission to be human in that space and, we, and that's that's that universal compassion piece which it stops becoming the the sort of pseudo compassion it can, becomes real compassion it becomes something that's that's opening me up and opens you up but i can't i can't i can't connect with you if i'm disconnected to myself mm. yeah you know, i can't find you know i can't find the 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 compassion in your redundancy unless i can feel that for me and that's Man, that's that's probably the, the one thing we we've got to we've got to get our head around right now if we're going to get through this stuff because it ain't going to be more agitation and fighting, is it? It's not going to be more polarization and positioning. It's not going to get us through, is it? No, not at all. No, it's um, uh, controlling the controllables. Um, yeah. Uh, my CrossFit coach is sending us a, a daily video every day, every morning, and um, yesterday's was exactly that: was don't stress about externals. Just control the controllables. Um, you know, a lot of people are uh, in our training group are stressing about um, being able to train every day. Yes. Train at the same level of intensity that they normally do. Just really worrying about all that. Um, you know, seven months into the year, not having this, the the training rhythm that they used they were used to. Um, none of us really. Um, but you know, his message was really poignant. Uh, you know, just control the controllables. He said, you know, focus on just getting better, just small incremental things, don't, you know, not to stress out and worry ourselves. And I thought it was really good advice, just really good advice. It's sage advice. It is sage advice. And a lot of the research and data supports that incremental, um, consistent approach to any transform- transformative journey. So you're not bouncing like a crash diet or a news resolution or trying to conquer the world at once. You're just turning up and getting stuck, just turning up and getting on the horse. And that's, that's what you keep doing. Yeah. Um, so it's a great advice. That's, it, is, it is great. And so it is when you're looking in the mirror, so to speak, in such a way, sometimes it's you've, we're forced to make decisions that we thought we'd never be it would never be making and you know difficult decisions uh changes to get to the other side um and i appreciate how difficult that can be for some you know i've certainly been there in the past having to make really hard decisions in my business and um not through the pandemic but many years ago uh, but i speak to many people at the moment who are really kind of pushing against the fact that they have to just make some hard calls and and let go of certain things to remain adaptable uh to be, to to make those incremental changes and i appreciate how hard that can be i i certainly appreciate that it's um it's one of the biggest things we all face it's like um you can imagine we've been creating these, we call them fear constructs over years, you know, ways of operating that you know, they're, they've got like these deep grooves and then we're trying to, then we're forced to adapt and it's a pretty 
common human experience that we don't want to let go of that deep construct, which is around, you know, fear or scarcity or how we'll raise or those things that those beliefs that we'll taught and we're hanging on to them with grim life. We all do it. We're all guilty of it. Um, and then to let go of that, people kind of clutch on to that for, uh, for dear life. And that sort of, then that actually causes increased suffering. That causes more torment mm. as opposed to just saying, what is it going to take for me to let go of this old thing, which is could be a belief, could be an operating way, could be a way of relating to the world that I know my heart and soul doesn't serve me anymore. So what is it about this that I can't let go? Yeah, that's, it's a good question. But how do you find the answer to that question? How do you, how would one, um, like I, what, what, the, what you're saying there is, A, I've acknowledged that I need to let go of this thing, right, whether it's, yeah. you know, an investment that I've made or yeah. staff that I have or, you know, a lease that I'm bound to or et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. One, you've acknowledged that you've got to let go of one of those things and then getting to the realisation of actually doing it. Like how do you, how do you make oh, it? That's a huge, that for me, that's a, it doesn't sound like, you know, once you realize it, do it. It's not as simple as that, is it? Because you've got to, A, acknowledge it, but then you've actually take, take that huge leap over the chasm and actually then make the call. There's a, there's a, there's a, there's a lifelong lesson that each of us are going to have to come to terms with and that's letting go of stuff. Yeah, and it's it's one of the hardest and what, but also one of the most liberating things you can possibly do um, in your life. Letting go of the things that you know no longer serve you. Mm. Now, uh, you've you know, I love your strategy masterclass. You open people up to that that almost that ancient tradition of good inquiry. Mm. Yeah, so good inquiry is around what are the things that are. Uh, what are the things that I need to let go of? What are the things that no longer serve me? What are the things that I need to bring out to the light? What is going to best serve this strategy? What is best going to serve this position? What are the three things that create value? So we're just, we're practicing good inquiry, but I can't practice good inquiry until I give myself a little space mm. because the treadmill, inquiry through the treadmill, the, the, the rushing and uh, and the, the jumping from one meeting to the next, or from from you know from a, a video chat to dinner, or from dinner to a call with a friend, doesn't give me any space for good inquiry. Good inquiry is where I'm just going to sit for a bit, and I've got to ask myself what serves me and those around me most in this situation. Mm. Now, we've we've previously spoke about good inquiry. Uh, will take you wherever you start. It will take you uh, wherever you start. So is where you end up. So. Uh, a fear-based inquiry, which is I'm no good at this, I can't believe I'm still hanging on to this, will just end up creating more fear through that strategy or more fear through that process. But uh, purposeful inquiry or belief-driven inquiry is around um, what, what serves me most in this moment and what serves me serves the people around me. And yeah. so uh, when I'm trying to let go of something, uh, what is it that I need to let go of in order to give this away, right? There's no fear in that. It's just a purposeful, tactical, strategic question. And from that, Jim, um, often the first thing I need to let go of is those belief systems that I've grown up with. Mm. That probably, you know, the belief around if I don't have this property, I'm not a success in the eyes of others. 
if I if I let if I shut this business down, then I'm a loser. Mm-hmm. The the belief that um, I am my bank account, or the belief that I am the 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 combination of material uh, assets that I've acquired to this point in my life, the belief that my worth is determined by just how successful I am in my career. See, all these false old beliefs that we know, success in career, great business, beautiful homes, they're all good things, mate. There's no reason why we shouldn't pursue those, but that's not the conversation here. The conversation here is what serves me at this point in time. Yeah, that's true. You know, and the... That certainly helps you take that leap. It's um, enormous, and it's not optimism; it's purpose-driven. It's not simply it's all positive. Yeah, it's not just posit- pure positivity and optimism. It's um, it's more purpose-driven, isn't it? It's it's far more purpose-driven, and the positive movement has got a lot has got a lot of people into a lot of trouble, and it's it's giving a false sense of hope and a false sense of security. Whereas yeah. adaptation is about real and raw. I need to, um, it's like that Ray Dalio sort of style, just don't bullshit the truth, mate. You've got to deal with the facts and the, and the evidence. Ray Dalio doesn't do positive thinking. I know, um, you know, he's, he's a guy that asks you to face what you're facing right now in its entirety. Yeah. Um, he talks about tough love. He talks about real raw. Uh, yeah. He's not trying to get people to climb to these states which, you know, negate their, their, their present experience. Yeah, I hear. I've read... Um um, I can't say I've read all of it, but I have read Principles, his book Principles, which is quite good sitting there on my bookshelf right now. Um, half read, almost read. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, he's, he, he, he gets it. He gets the fact that he's, I'm not, I'm not here to crap anyone. Like, and I don't want you to lie to yourself. I need you to be completely honest with the data in your current scenario. Yeah. And that's the opposite of, of, of that pseudo-positive kind of movement. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, well, I think, I think just to contextualise our chat around adaptability it's um you know being able to or summarize our chat i should say is being able to control the controllables and then remaining open to purposeful inquiry of self and then making small incremental continuous changes over time allows us to be adaptable Is that yeah, right? that's, a yeah that, that's a really good summary jim and, and the one that we, we we throw in there which is the one you you asked me is how do we let go of the old mm. stuff? And really the only way to let go of the old stuff is to bring, bring it into the light and create some space. Now, when we bring it into light and create some space, we give that old belief, old way of operating, um, those old investments time to actually, you know, we give that, uh, we, we expose them to the truth and we give those um, old energy systems, old beliefs, old ways of operating time to actually move on. But we, we, we can't do that unless we create some space. Yeah, right. So when you say bring them into the light, you're meaning like don't hide them, like actually face them. Yeah, face them, bring them up, call them out, talk yeah. them through, ask yourself, is this is hanging on to this venture or this property or whatever it is, whether it's a material asset or a belief system, does it actually really serve me? Does it actually serve me right now? And And that inquiry is... If you're honest with yourself, you'll you'll come up with a response that's true to you, not true to anyone around you, but really true to, to who you are. Yeah, yeah, right. I hear. So yeah, it's a yeah, like awesome it. man. That's yeah, a it's good a good question. Good, good covering of the topic of it. <laughs> I like yeah. that. Ah, uh, look, mate. I mean, this is so messy. This stuff, but 
I think if we keep turning up with good intent and yeah. honest intent, I don't think there's too much more you can do. No, not at all. I completely agree. And um, I completely agree. And I think, you know, we experienced it again in our last monthly March 1st football where that's exactly how everyone turned up. And, you know, I'm immensely grateful for that. And yeah, grateful for you to for you to be there as well. But aren't we lucky to have so many awesome people like to even learn off and learn with? Yeah, we we got some really uh, really amazing people that are, have a, such a willingness to come along on a journey. They're really open to, yeah. uh, to, to that process of inquiry. They're open to learning. They're open to uh, growth and development. And as as you and I have often said to them, this is a this is a collaborative journey for each of us. Like you and I aren't any better or worse. We're, we're equal partners in this yeah. collaboration piece. But what I'm, you know, what I got most excited about, Jim, I got most excited about how the strategy work that you do around momentum and cadence and moving kind of meets uh, the the other stuff around transformative uh, adaptability, um, resilience, and agility. I think there's an amazing opportunity for us to do more work around our strategic momentum. Um, serves that transformative journey. You know, keep moving. Don't stop. You know, what's your next proximate objective? Let's still deal with the truth of what's going on. So we're we're not just stopping, are we? We're not just sitting there and just indulging. No, of course. No, that was pretty cool. And um, no, we'll do a bit more of that next month. But um, and we're also doing one-on-one coaching. Yeah, yeah, that's that's pretty that's cool. Exciting. I mean, so we put yeah. that on the March first website uh, a couple of weeks ago. So. Um, yeah, we'll see how that goes. Yeah, that'll be a bit of fun to do some one-on-one intensives. That, yeah, that'd be really cool. cool. That'd be cool. Well, awesome. enjoy the weekend. It is a Friday afternoon as usual. It's our time to regroup. So It is our time to recalibrate. I might have a nice glass of wine just after 4 o'clock. So nice, um, nice. It's, it's been one of those weeks. Good. Well, it was nice to chat to you. Fearless is produced by Jim Antonopoulos and Damien Carolla. Your questions, your insights and your ideas will help us feed future episodes. Get in touch through all the usual channels.